Are you looking for a podcast that your whole family can enjoy that asks the deep philosophical questions like, do trees fart? If you are, then you'll love Tumble, a science podcast for kids. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Marshall. Join us as we explore stories of science discovery, from butts to animals, dinosaurs, astronomy, and everything in between. You'll love these stories, and you'll learn something new. Find and follow Tumble Science Podcast for Kids wherever you get your podcasts, or at sciencepodcastforkids.com. Hi, reader. It's the Reading Bug. Today's episode of Reading Bug Adventures is sponsored by Bloomsbury Children's Books, a leading independent publisher of best-selling books for children of all ages, including the Lola Dutch series by Kenneth and Sarah Jane Wright. The newest book in the series is Lola Dutch When I Grew Up, featuring more creativity and imagination from Lola and Bear. Help support our sponsor by purchasing Lola Dutch When I Grow Up or any of the books from Bloomsbury Children's Books at thereadingbug.com or your local independent bookstore. Hi, reader. Welcome back for part two of our Irish adventure. Part one was released earlier. Be sure to listen so you're all caught up. If you remember, we've traveled all the way to Ireland with our new leprechaun friend, Liam Lanigan, and we're on our way to the magical city of Tirnanog. I know you're as excited as I am to get back to our adventure, but before we go, I have a few people to thank. Reading Bug Adventures is mixed and mastered by Resonate Recordings and made possible by our sponsors and listeners like you. To learn more about how you can help support us, please visit our page at patreon.com. When you become a patron, you get access to music downloads, exclusive content, and more. Thanks to all our patrons for your support. The stories and music for our podcast are all original, imagined, written, performed, and produced by the team at The Reading Bug, our independent children's bookstore. You can learn all about us and shop our millions of books at thereadingbug.com. Or you can sign up for a monthly delivery of books, hand-selected by our team, to match each child's unique age and interests and reading level at readingbugbox.com. Now, do you remember what happened in the first part of our adventure, Reader? That's right! The Reading Bug caught a leprechaun in her leprechaun trap, and he tricked us into bringing him to Ireland to search for Tirnanog, a magical, hidden city full of she, which is what they call fairies in Ireland where you never grow old. Are you ready to get back to our adventure? Great! Let's all imagine ourselves back to the Emerald Isle. Ready? Let's fly. It's a reading bug adventure. There's lots of fun in store. Just inside our book bag, there's new places to explore. Grab your crayons and paper and your imaginations too. The reading bug and I can't wait to share our Welcome back, reader. I'm really, really glad you rejoined the reading bug and me in Ireland as we continue our adventure to the enchanted city of Tirnanog. Hey, don't laugh at me. You look pretty funny yourself, remember? We used one of the reading bug's three leprechaun wishes to shrink down to one foot tall so we could ride on these sheep. But leprechauns can be pretty tricky, can't they? Liam, the leprechaun that the reading bug caught in her leprechaun trap, also turned us both completely green. 
Your skin is green, your eyes are green, and even your hair is green too, reader. <laughs> Mine is too. I know, we look awfully silly, thanks to the sneaky leprechaun. <laughs> That's right, you do look silly. But I'm afraid we've got more important things to worry about right now than your bright green appearance. Look! Oh no, you're right, reading bug. We're still stuck in the peat bog that surrounds Tirnanog, and we've been spotted by the evil, scary belly bog, she that protected. They're heading this way, and if they catch us, they'll eat us for sure. I'm afraid you're right. And even if they don't catch us, we'll sink into the muck and the mire. The goo around us is already up to our sheep's bellies. Liam, is there any leprechaun magic that can help us out of this predicament? No magic I know of, except... Except what? Hurry, Hurry tell, tell us! us. Well, accept your wishes, reading book. My wishes? But if I make another wish now, I'll only have one more left. That's right. But if the bally bogs get us, we'll all be out of luck and out of wishes for good. Reading bug, what do you think? Is it time for us to use another wish? I'm pretty sure I could just fly away, but I'd never leave you behind, Lauren and Reader. Of course I'll use a wish to get us out of this mess and away from the valley bogs. And what about me? You're going to rescue me too, right? Liam, you've caused us a lot of trouble in this adventure so far, but I'd never leave you behind either. Oh, thank you, Reading Bug. Now, quick, they're almost here. I'll grant your wish, Reading Bug, but remember, you have to ask in rhyme or it won't work. Me leprechaun magic only works if you can make it rhyme. And careful of the words you use. Your last wish turned us this awful green color. And not any kind of rhyme either. It has to be a limerick. Oh my, oh me. This is really tough. With the valley bugs approaching, I just can't think straight. Reader, help me think of some rhymes. Quickly, what rhymes with stuck? Uh, luck? Anything else? Reading bug, hurry. Okay, okay, let's try this. In this peat bog, we're totally stuck. I wish it would dry, we could use some good luck. And if it's okay, make the ballet bogs go away so we can float out of this muck. Liam, hurry, grant the wish now! Okay, Bug, here we go. I'm granting you your second wish. Ready? For fiddly fat! Look! Reader, reading bug, it's working! The ballet bogs have all turned around and are heading away from us now. Phew! That was a really close call. We're not in the clear yet. You're still stuck in the peat bog with no way of getting out. Wait, look. The goop all around is starting to dry out and crack. Lauren, reader, get your sheep moving so they don't get stuck in the quickly drying mud. Seamus, Shelly, Shamrock, let's move. Reader, nudge your sheep to start moving or else she'll be stuck in the dried mud for sure. Great work. We did it. Oh, that was a really close call. But your wish worked, Reading Bug, and we're out of danger. Thank you. And great job on your limerick, too. Your wish didn't have any side effects. It just made the belly bogs go away and the goopy peat bog dry up. Oh, wait, just one second. I feel sort of funny. What about you, Reader? Reader? Reader, look at you. You're starting to... Float! Don't look now, Lauren. But you're starting to float too! Whoa, you're right! I'm floating up off the back of my sheep, Seamus! Oh no! 
I can't stop it! I'm going to float away! Help! What's happening? Liam! Lauren, Peter, hold on tight to your sheep or you'll float away into the sky like a balloon! Reader, do what I do and wrap your arms tightly around your sheep so you don't float away. That's it. Great job. Liam, we're trying to help you. This was no time for a trick. It wasn't me fault, I swear. It's just the tricky leprechaun magic. You said you wanted to be able to float out of the muck, didn't you? Sorry. What are we going to do? I'm not sure I can hold on much longer. Reader, I know it's tough but you need to keep holding on tight until we can think of a plan. Reader, think fast. What do you think we can do to keep from flying away? Lauren, what do you do when you want to keep a balloon from flying away? Papas? <laughs> hey, Liam, we're not popping anything. I don't know, reading bug, tie it to something heavy? Exactly. In order to keep you on the ground, we're going to need to make you heavier, Lauren. Look, there's some rocks scattered on the ground. Liam, if you can hand those up to Lauren and our reader friend, they can stick them in their pockets and weigh themselves down. Great idea, reading bug, but we've got to move quickly. It's getting harder and harder to hang on. Liam, we need your help. Now's your chance to show us that you're a good leprechaun and a good friend, and not just a sneaky trickster. Aye, aye, of course I'll help you. Here, Lauren, reach down and grab these rocks as I hand them up to you. One. Two, three, four, five. It's working, it's working. Look, each time I stick another rock in my pocket, I come back down out of the air just a little bit. Thank you, Liam. I think that's enough. Now, hand some to Reader. Just like Lauren, I need you to reach down to me and grab the rocks I passed to you. Once you've got one, stick it in your pocket. Got it? Great. Here, one, two, Three, four, five. It worked. Reader, you're weighted down now and not floating away anymore. Just be sure to keep those rocks in your pockets or away you'll fly. Thank you, Liam, for your help. We'd be floating off into the clouds if it weren't for you. Of course, you'd never be floating in the first place or green if it weren't for Liam either. That's true. But thanks for coming to our rescue when we needed it. You're very welcome. I've never really known any people before, and I've never befriended any bugs. But the three of you are really starting to grow on me. Thanks, Liam. We're happy to be on this adventure with you too. But why don't we get out of this dark and scary, stinky peat bog? Ready? Let's go. <coughs> Lauren, reader, Liam, what are you waiting for? <coughs> I'm not sure. The sheep don't seem to want to move anywhere. Maybe they're scared after all that excitement with the bally bogs. Well, we've got to get them moving. Who knows when those bally bogs might return? Liam, how can we calm the sheep and get them moving again? Well, when I want the herd to move, I just call out to them kindly. Maybe with a wee bit of a song if I really need to convince them. Song? We can do that, can't we, reader? Follow my lead. Shamrock and Shelly and Seamus, don't fret. We're counting on you, we've a ways to go yet. Relax, don't be scared, and just follow me to the kingdom of she in the hill by the sea. To the kingdom of she in the hill by the sea. 
It's cold here, no, no, it's a magical place. The streets paved with gold, the skies filled with grace. Each day is a festival that none will forget. And the feasts that you eat are the most decadent. And the feasts that you eat are the most decadent. There'll be meadows of grass for you three to eat. As soon as we get there and then for a treat. When your tummy is full, you'll be able to rest. And sleep through the night as the good fairies guest. And sleep through the night as the good fairies guest. And when you grow tired and want to go home No more will you wander, no more will you roam The shepherd who loves you will follow your bell And lead you back home to your bonny green dell And lead you back home to your bonny green dell So Shamrock and Shelley and Seamus don't fret We're counting on you, we've a ways to go yet Relax, don't be scared, and just follow me to the kingdom of she in the hill by the sea. To the kingdom of she in the hill by the sea. Dear no nog, dear no nog, it's like magic to me. Lauren, reader, it's working. Look, the sheep are starting to move forward again. Great job. And not a moment too soon. Listen. I think I hear the ballybogs returning. Quick, let's get out of this gloomy, muddy, stinky bog and get back on our way to Tirnanog. It's getting late and the sun is beginning to set. Great teamwork, everyone. You were right, Liam. This is a difficult journey, and I wouldn't want to make it alone either. I'm glad we were able to come with you. Thank you. Without you, I'd have been ballybog dinner for sure. Liam, before we got stuck in the bog, you were telling us more about St. Patrick. And I'm curious to learn more. Can you tell us why people wear green on St. Patrick's Day? Aye, we wear green to honor an ancient Irish custom. In the old days, the Irish burned branches with green leaves in March and spread the ashes on their fields in order to grow more crops and make them green. Green is also associated with all things Irish. Remember I told you that Ireland is also called the Emerald Isle? That's because it's so lush and green just like emeralds. Shamrock, the three-leafed clovers all around us, are also a symbol of Ireland, and they are green as well. And now you and Reader can be Irish symbols too, given your bright green appearance. <laughs> Very funny, Liam. You said shamrocks have three leaves, but the one you gave us earlier had four leaves, didn't it? Aye, shamrocks have three leaves. But a lucky clover, like the one I gave you, is different. Four-leafed clovers are very rare in nature. Because they are so rare, the Irish believe that anyone who finds a four-leaf clover will be blessed with good luck. I read in How to Build a Leprechaun Trap that according to the Irish legend, the three leaves of a shamrock represent hope, faith, and love. And the fourth leaf on a lucky clover represents luck. I've got one other fact about shamrocks for you. Not only are they a national symbol of Ireland, but they are also a very tasty treat for hungry ladybugs like me. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> Just make sure you don't eat the lucky ones, reading bug. I have another question, Liam. What do leprechauns like yourself have to do with St. Patrick's Day? Great question, Lauren. 
No one knows if St. Patrick ever ran across a leprechaun while he was building churches and schools all over Ireland, but he may have. The celebration of St. Patrick's Day has become a celebration of all things Irish. However, and if I do say so myself, there's nothing more Irish than leprechauns. No fairy is greener than we are. We leprechauns are a solitary group, but even we love a playful party, an Irish pride parade, and a comforting corned beef with cabbage. Mm, and that's why we all turn out to celebrate St. Patrick's Day one way or another. Wait, Lauren, Reader, Liam, stop. What's that up ahead? Look. Whoa, Seamus. What are you talking about, Reading Bug? I don't see anything. Look carefully, Lauren. Straight in front of us, just before the large green hill. It's hard to see because the sun is setting behind, but I think it's a herd of wild horses. See? They're extremely big, and their fur looks to be very, very dark. Oh, yes, I see them now, Reading Bug. There must be 20 of them at least. Midnight black horses stomping and racing around the hill? Yes, it appears so. Well, I've got good news for you and bad then. First the good. We've almost made it to Tiernan Oak. That is good news, Liam. Where is it? Just beneath the hill there, which brings me to the bad news. Those aren't horses. They're pukas. Pukas? What's that? Liam, you sound frightened. I am. Lauren, reading book, reader. Pukas are the most feared she in all of Ireland. They often take the form of black horses who breed dangerous blue flames and enjoy racing through the fields, tearing down fences and gates, scattering livestock and trampling crops. Because of all their misdeeds, they were once denied entry to Tiernanog and have been circling it ever since, refusing to let other visitors through. If they catch you, it is said they'll run off with you on their back for a wild and dangerous all-night ride. Oh, they sound just as scary as they look. Oh no, Lauren, reader, I think they've seen us. All the pukas are beginning to gather together. And look, I can see the blue flames and smoke firing out of their noses and mouths. Shelly, Shamrock, and Seamus are starting to get scared. They're shaking and starting to back up. I'm sh sh shaking too. If we're not careful, I think the sheep are going to run away. Shh, shh, they're there, it's okay. I'm afraid we don't stand a chance of getting to the fairy kingdom on the other side. I'm truly sorry for bringing you on this dangerous journey just to turn around and head back home. Reader, I think Liam is right. How can we possibly pass through a line of evil, fire-breathing magic horses? Our sheep are so frightened that I don't think there's any way we can talk them into trying to sneak past. And if we go without them, we're all so small that we'll probably be trampled by the Pupa's heavy horse hooves. Or burned to toast by their fiery breath. Liam, was this another trick? Was it all part of an elaborate escape plan? You've put us all in grave danger. This was not a trick, Lauren, I promise. I didn't believe the rumors about the Pukas, and I'd never knowingly put you in danger. After this adventure together, I know you are kind and mean me no harm. I consider you as me friends. Please believe me. If you'd like, we can turn around and head back to safety. I'll find another way, on my own, to get past the Pukas to Tiernanog. You don't need to risk your lives for a wee one like me. But 
there might still be a way for us all to get to the fairy kingdom. Reading bug, remember that you still have one more wish. Use my last wish? I don't know, Liam. There were so many other things I wanted to wish for. Besides, I don't think I can even think of a wish that will take us all safely past these evil angry horse fairies. If it were just me, I'd fly over the heads and fiery breath of the pukas in order to get to the enchanted hill behind. But I can't think of a limerick that would get us all over there together. And we're almost out of time anyway. Look, the pukas are racing toward us. Lauren, Peter, Liam, quick. Let's turn these sheep around and run. Wait, reading bug. If flying is the best way to get past the pukas, then there is a way, I think. And you wouldn't even need to use your last wish. Reader and I can float, remember? We just need to take these stones out of our pockets. But what about Liam and the sheep? It doesn't do us any good if we can't get Liam over the pukas. And we can't leave our poor sheep behind. We promised to get them home safely. Well, I'm pretty sure Reader and I can lift Liam with us. But we will need to leave the sheep behind. We won't float if we try to lift them up too. If we give them a head start, I think they can run to safety and hide especially if we're distracting the pukas. What do you think? Hurry, we need to make a decision now. Okay, okay. Reader, what do you think? Are you sure? Okay, let's do it. Shelly, Shamrock, Seamus, run as fast as you can. Quickly now, find a place to hide and we'll keep the pukas from chasing you. I'm so sorry to have to leave you like this, but it's the only hope we have to escape. Thank you so much for getting us across Ireland. We'll never forget your help. Yes, thank you for all your help, my dear friends. I hope you find your way back home. Now run, that's it, run. I sure hope they make it home okay on their own. Quickly, reader, we've got to keep moving before the pukas get here. Take the stones out of your pockets one at a time until you start floating again. Don't remove them all. You don't want to float off into the sky. That's it. Good. Whoa, whoa, here I go too. Look, we're floating, Reader. Quickly, grab Liam's hands. The pukas are almost here. Reach down, Reader, and grab Liam's outstretched hand. Great, Liam, we've got you. Hold on tight. He's, he's not moving. Lauren, Reader, Liam's not lifting up off the ground. What's happening? The pukas are going to catch all of us for sure. The reading bug is right, Reader. Liam is too heavy for us to lift. Quickly and carefully reach down and pull more stones out of your pockets. Just like a hot air balloon, we need to lighten our load so we can fly. Great! It's working, it's working! But this is going to be close. The pukas are here! Liam, lift your legs up! Oh. We made it! And not a second too soon. Look! The pukas are really mad. They're rearing their front legs up into the sky. Their yellow eyes look even angrier, and they're blasting the air with their fiery breath. But we're too high for them to reach us. They didn't catch us, and we distracted them long enough for our sheep to escape to safety. Great work, everyone. That was close. You're all incredibly brave. I can't believe that worked. That was close. We've left the pukas behind now. So just sit back, Lauren, Reader, and Liam, and enjoy the flight. We'll be at Tirnanog in no time. I think you're right, Reading Bug. Look below us. 
The landscape has turned from dark and frightening, back where we encountered the pukas, to bright and magical. There's a rainbow arching over the sky above us and the grass below is emerald green. There are gardens filled with flowers that are every color of the rainbow. And over there is a beautiful river with water so clear that I can see the sparkling stones on the bottom. Oh, yes. They look like precious stones, emeralds, rubies, and diamonds. By the river, I see a group of beautiful marrows basking in the golden sunlight. Marrows are Irish she who live in the sea. They don't have fish tails like a mermaid, but they get their ability to swim from the red feathered caps they wear on their heads. We're here, me friends. We made it to Tiernan Oak. It's incredible. It's beautiful. It's magical. And look at all the she coming out of their homes and the side of the hill to look at us. There's so many of them here. But Liam, I think we may have a problem. A problem? Yes. How are we supposed to land? We're floating above Tiernanog, but if we can't find a way to get down to the ground, we're going to float right on past. We could find a soft spot to drop you, but then Reader and I would float off into the sky. No way! I would never have made it here without you. I'm not leaving you, and I'm certainly not going to let you float away. We either make it into the She Kingdom together, or not at all. That's very kind of you, Liam. But what we need now are ideas for how to get down onto the ground. Do you have any? Reader, what about you? What if we all flapped our arms a bit? It works for the birds. If we flap our arms, we'll drop you, Liam. Oh, right, right. Don't do that. What we really need is a bit of good luck. That's it. Lauren, Liam's four-leaf clover. Do you still have it? Sure, I still have it. But I'm not sure how it's going to help us. Here, it's right here in my pocket. Whoa! Wow, what was that? That gust of wind came out of nowhere. Yes, it's blowing us right towards that tree. A stroke of good luck, don't you think? Just grab onto the branch as we pass, and we'll be able to stop right here. You're right, Reading Bug. That sure was lucky. But do you really think the clover had something to do with it? Reader, Liam, get ready. Once we reach the tree, you'll need to grab a hold of its branches. One, two, three, now! Got this! Great! Reader, hold on tight. We're still in danger of floating away if we let go. Now, quickly and carefully climb on down. Made it. Now, fill your pockets again with these stones and, uh, Lauren, Reader, Liam, look. There are she everywhere, surrounding us and staring. Reader, hurry. Finish stuffing your pockets. One of the she, dressed in a magnificent gown and crown, is coming right toward us, and she does not look happy. That's the powerful she queen, ruler of Tiernan Oak. Be careful. If she doesn't like you, she might just turn you into some kind of animal, or worse. Turn us into animals? Silence! Who are these she who have entered Tinarnag? You look like a leprechaun. I. But I've never seen we green she such as yourselves. Who are ye? Are you good she or bad? If you are able to get past the pukas to enter Tinarnag, you must be bad she. No, no, we are good, I promise. 
Your Majesty, my name is Lauren, and this is the Reading Bug and our reader friend. And this is our new friend, Liam Lanigan. We are on an adventure to find you here in Tirnanog, but the two of us are not she at all. We are actually humans. Silence. Humans? Impossible. You're we. You're bright green. You can fly. And besides, a leprechaun would never befriend a human. A leprechaun knows better than to trust a human. Guards, capture these intruders and turn them into skunks! Skunks? No, no, please! Silence! Your Majesty, wait. Tis true, these are humans, and they are also my friends. Their size and green color is due to a wee bit of leprechaun magic and mischief. You see, this tiny bug trapped me and I granted her three wishes, as is customary. But I was working to trick them, knowing that I'd never get here to Tiernanog without help. Along our way, they've shown loyalty and bravery and friendship. And they're the only reason I made it past the Ballybogs and Pukas. I'd be tricking you now if I said I didn't consider them me true friends. Turn me into a smelly skunk if you must, but please let me friends go. Incredible. A friendship between humans and a leprechaun. And a bug. And a bug. Of course, yes. Leprechaun, you know that humans are not allowed in Tiernanag, do you not? Aye. And you know that showing humans the way to our enchanted she-kingdom is punishable by banishment? Aye. Humans, bug, you've made quite the impression on this wee leprechaun. You... Misty. Now as for you, Liam. Oh no, is she going to punish poor Liam? We need to do something. For your punishment? Yes, your majesty. You will make me a new pair of shoes. Mine are worn and dirty and not worthy of a queen. I've been in search of a royal cobbler and I'd like you to stay here in Tenanag forever. Oh yes. Yes, of course. At your service, Your Majesty. I can get to work right away. Lauren, that's not a punishment at all. I read that leprechauns love making shoes. And they're very good at it, too. Way to go, Liam. You made it. You get to stay in Tiernanog forever. I, we made it. Thank you for your help, friends. I could not have done it without you. That's the truth. He's right, Lauren. You and your friends have made it to Tanarnag too. You have shown kindness and bravery, and therefore, even though you be human, I am permitting you to stay on in Tanarnag with us forever as well. You will never grow old here. You will remain just as you are. Forever? Oh, Your Majesty, that's incredibly kind of you to offer, but I'm afraid we must decline. You see, we love visiting new places and making new friends on our adventures. But our family and our old friends at home are more valuable to us than even a pot of leprechaun gold. Right, reader? We've had an amazing adventure, but I think it's about time we use some magic of our own, hop back into the book bag, and head for home. I understand. Thank you for visiting us today and safe travels. And if I may ask you a small favor, please do not share the secrets of Ternarnag or how to get here with anyone. Oh! But wait, reading bug, before you go, you still have one last wish. A wish? Yes, 
As is customary, I granted this wee bug three wishes for having captured me. She's already used two to get us to Tirnanog without incident. I see. Well then, bug, before ye go, what shall your wish be? Oh, there are so many things I might wish for. I've been thinking about them all trip. Reader, if you had three wishes, what would you wish for? Oh me, oh my, so many wonderful choices. But I really can't leave Ireland without making the one wish that will help put my mind at ease. Liam, here I go. Our sheep, Shelley, Seamus, and Shamrock are out wandering astray far from their flock. Please send them back home so they're not all alone. Please, Liam, grant this wish and don't balk. Your wish is for your sheep friends to find their way home safely? Yes. They did so much for us. It's the least we can do. What a wonderful and unselfish wish. Liam, you have found yourself loyal and true friends. I hope you will pay them back in kind. Of course, Your Majesty. No leprechaun trickery this time. Fo fiddly fap! Your wish has been granted. Thank you, Liam. And in return for your unselfish act, Reedenbug, let me use a bit of she-magic to return your friends to their normal size and color before your adventure ends today. Dariox! Reader, I think it's working. Look, Liam and the She-Queen and the She all around us are shrinking as we grow taller and taller. And look, your green color is fading away. Thank you, thank you. It's so nice to be back to our old selves. Reader, Lauren, you both look pretty good. Still a little green, but not too bad. <laughs> Reading bug, that was a really generous thing you did for Shelly, Seamus, and Shamrock. It's really nice knowing they're safe at home with their families. And I'm eager to get back home to our families too. Aren't you, Reader? Liam, thank you for such a wonderful adventure today. I'm so glad to have met you. I, me too. I'm pleased to call you all my friends. And if ever you need a wee bit of leprechaun look, just grab a hold of me four-leaf clover. You mean, we can keep it? Aye, I'm in Tiernan Oak now, thanks to you. Every day is a lucky day for me. Remember, Lauren, reader and reading book, you have an open invitation to come visit us whenever you want to. Thank you. Look, reader. The reading bug is opening her book bag, and it's getting bigger and bigger. Big enough to fit us all inside. What a wonderful Irish adventure. But now I'm afraid it's time to head for home. Are you ready? Hop three times with me, then into my book bag. Here we go. One hop, two hops, three hops, and we're in. We've had a big adventure within our book bag. And I think we saved the day. We'll see you next time. Goodbye, book bag. Now it's time to fly away. Look, reader. The magical land of Tirnanog is disappearing from our view, with Liam and all the happy she waving and dancing as we leave. The jewel-lined rivers are just a sparkle below us, and we're floating away on the rainbow that we swept in on. That was an incredible, unique, and exciting adventure, wasn't it, reader? Who could have guessed that the Reading Bug's leprechaun trap would lead us to a wild ride through Ireland today? I'll never forget the beautiful green hills of the Emerald Isle, or Liam and his tricky leprechaun magic. Me either. 
You both look extremely silly when you turn green from head to toe. I'll also never forget the scary ballybogs or pukas, or the kind and generous she-queen. Reader, what parts of today's adventure were the most memorable for you? Will you draw illustrations of all the things we saw and did on our adventure? If today's adventure was as fun for you as it was for me, and you want to learn more about Ireland, leprechauns, or other she, you can read any of the books in my book bag. A complete list can be found at thereadingbug.com slash adventures. Lauren, reader, look, we've made it safely back. You're right, we have, and not a moment too soon. That was a fun adventure, but I'm eager to get back home to my family, aren't you? Thanks for your help today, reader. You helped make some great rhymes when it mattered most. And you were quick thinking and brave when we encountered the ballybogs and pukas. We couldn't have done it without you. When you're a reader, you're a leader. You're ready to learn about everything as you grow. You'll show this world that you can be anything. You could write a book or fly a plane. Build a house with a giant crane Whatever you do, one thing will be true There's nothing you can't do You can see it through Just by being you Cause you're a reader, you're a leader You're ready to learn about everything As you grow, you'll show this world that you can be anything You could sing your way into a Broadway show Don't let anyone tell you no Whatever you do, one thing will be true There's nothing you can't do You can make your dreams come true Just by being you Thank you for joining us on our adventure today I can't wait to see the illustrations you draw So long the Reading Bug and I will see you next time. Bye-bye! It's a Reading Bug adventure. There's lots of fun in store. Just inside our book bag, there's new places to explore. Grab your crayons and paper and your imaginations, too. The Reading Bug and I can't wait to share our trip with you. Today's episode of Reading Bug Adventures was sponsored by Bloomsbury Children's Books and their new book, Lola Dutch When I Grow Up, by Kenneth and Sarah Jane Wright. Hooray, I finally got it! What do you have, Reading Bug? My very own copy of the second Lola Dutch picture book, Lola Dutch When I Grow Up. It's so beautiful, Lauren. It's got artwork from my favorite fabric designer, Sarah Jane Wright, and it's written by Kenneth Wright. Oh, how great, Reading Bug! Lola Dutch is a really strong, independent girl, isn't she? Oh, yes. Lauren, what do you want to be when you grow up? Well, I'm pretty grown up already, but I suppose there's still room to dream. I want to be a famous singer and dancer. I think I have the singing part down, but I've never been a good dancer. Aw, you can do it, Lauren. What about you, Reading Bug? Oh, I just can't decide. There are so many possibilities. I am a lot like Lola and Lola Dutch when I grow up. Lola wants to be an actress, an inventor, or maybe even a botanist. The possibilities are endless. I bet you can be all of them, Reading Bug. With reading skills like yours, that is. You're right, Lauren. Why choose? You can get your copy of Lola Dutch When I Grow Up from our independent bookstore at thereadingbug.com 
or at your own local independent bookstore. And be sure to tune in to our extra special interview with Sarah Jane and Kenneth Wright on our author visit podcast at thereadingbug.com slash authors. Thank you to Bloomsbury Children's Books for their support. And thank you for listening today. I'm Lauren Savage, and today's adventure was an original story written by Diane and Brandon Savage. This episode was performed by me, Chloe Savage, and our special guests, Denal Noonan and Julie Beckham, with original music by me, Ross Gruet, and Alexa Thanos. Sound mixing and mastery was done by Resonate Recordings. The Reading Bug is a family-owned independent bookstore in California, and we are passionate about educating, entertaining, and engaging children of all ages. Learn more about us at thereadingbug.com and our personalized subscription box service at readingbugbox.com. And please support passion, expertise, and creativity in children's literature by continuing to shop with us or other local independent booksellers. Thank you. Goodbye.
friends. Are you looking for a new podcast? Maybe something you can share with your littles? Something that has some storytelling in it? Well, then look no further. We have Storytime with Philip and Mommy, where my son and I sit and discuss all the great books that you might love while we read them. So, Little Golden Books, Berenstain Bears, and even the new classics like Bluey. We sit down, we read, we discuss, and we have so much fun doing it. Come and join us. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now.